long, bloody war is over, the conflict that we have watched, which has disgusted us, it has made, it has shaken us out of our comfort zone. We have seen horrific images, and it is finally over. The Screen Actors Guild has finally made a deal. SAG is back. The actors are working. It is the it is the most heinous thing I have seen in the past six months. This strike has been horrible. We have seen images of people on picket lines, uh, out-of-work actors, unemployed. We have seen Fran Drescher. All of these people, uh, people that we didn't even know existed still, actors from the uh, 90s, people from the early 2000s, out of work, stumbling out of some hellhole in the valley they live in with a picket sign, standing in the 95-degree heat, begging the studios, care about me, I'm here and I'm real, I can do it, put me in the game, coach, put me in, I'm good. It's not fair, it's unjust. The cast of Boy Meets World Somehow, from the depths of hell, they crawled out of, (laughs) from the pit of hell, the cast of Boy Meets World, I don't know where they were, what they were doing, probably from some townhouse in Van Nuys or some (laughs) nightmare split level, they have roommates, they're in their 40s. That's a cool genre of movie that needs to come back, is two people handcuffed to each other. I like that, yeah. They're like, listen, we gotta figure out how to stop Israel. (laughs) <laughs> and we're going to have to work together one way or the other. Yeah, especially when it, they're two different people, you know. Yeah, white, different super, a white supremacist and a loud black bitch mm-hmm. get handcuffed together, and then they have to stop Zionist propaganda. Yeah, they realize <laughs> that they both don't like Israel. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just rush hour four. <laughs> it's Chris Tucker <laughs> and Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> you mean to tell me that it's all white folks living there? Um, yeah, that's a, that's like a, um, that was a, that was, there were a lot of movies where it was two guys. Yeah, okay. We have to do Belt and Road. (laughs) We have to do Belt and Road to Iran. (laughs) What the hell? So let's say. Fools rush in. Let's say the Israeli ambassador. Fools rush in. I didn't say it that way. I know, but you could. But you know who would have said it that way? Chandler Bing. Uh, no. Fools Rush in? Do you see yourself as a Chandler Bing? My my cousins in Israel used to say that to me all the time. Yeah, Adam, you're such a chandelier. The chandelier. Chandelier. Yeah. You know what I found out? My cousins aren't uh, going back to. They're they're my two cousins of military age are not are not going to fight. Um. So because the, of the Matthew Perry thing. The Matthew Perry thing. Like, oh, we can't do it. We're too sad about Trendelino. No, I'm just saying that in, in my family, the cowardice trumped the Zionism. Mm-hmm. And it made me proud. <laughs> that is good. No, yeah, one one's in Berlin and one's in Japan. There had to have been like an back. Adam Friedland Nazi, like a guy that was a Nazi in Germany that was just you. Mm, Rommel, probably. probably. Rommel, probably no. the Desert Fox. The Desert Fox Rommel. Rommel probably. was an a- autistic strategist. No, Rommel, I mean, the cool Nazi. I mean, just the some, good, the cool there Nazi. was probably some Rommel, worm probably. guy living in Nazi Germany that saw the war breaking out and just moved to America in 1932. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, oh, that's a, you obviously didn't want to participate in all mm-hmm. this Nazi stuff. And he, he, was, he was like, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, uh, you know, the anti-Semitism just upset me so much. Palestinian people are like, oh, you know, this happens, whatever. And they're like, American Jews are like, oh, God, I'm so afraid. <laughs> I know, I know. 
They're like, they were all out of locks today, Russ and Daughters. I don't feel safe. No woman over 350 pounds will be referred to as hot, <laughs> which I think is nice. So that there's no woman over 350 pounds that will be referred to as hot for three years in a film, mm-hmm. which I think is helpful because that was one of the bigger problems that we were having, you know? Um... This is an interesting one. I find this very interesting. Nobody in a film for the next 36 months will be allowed to be both black and Jewish at the same time. (laughs) It's confusing. These are the deal points that they came up. And I thought this was more about the pay structure, but apparently I like this. It's more kind of cultural things that are happening that I find very important. So there's going to, like Tiffany Haddish, when they say Tiffany Haddish, that scares people. They don't know what's happening, which way it's going. So that's not allowed. Under the new rules, this is the contra. I'm not, this is not me. This is the contra. I'm not t- saying this. This is the contract, okay? Okay? Timothy Chalamet and Finn Wolford are not allowed to be in the same film. <laughs> At all. They're not. They're not. There is a limit to a small bone structure male in the film, we cannot have more than one. If there's going to be one male in the film with a very brittle bone structure, it's got to be one of them. It can't be both of them at the same time. We can't, okay? There's also limits to what Timothy Chalamet can play. He cannot play Rosa Parks. <laughs> I know we want him in everything, but he cannot be sitting in the back of a bus with his hair in a bonnet in blackface playing Rosa Parks. Oh, um, the uh, a movie about uh, Sabra and Shatila. In Lebanon, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, about Ariel Sharon letting the full, the Christian militia in mm-hmm. and slaughtering. The and Muslims. Ariel Sharon, that's the Black Little Mermaid. <laughs> that's the name of the Black Little Mermaid. I so. yeah. From the river to the sea. Still too loud. That means you want to kill me from the river to the sea. Yeah. That means you want to kill me from the river to the sea. That means you want to kill me. Man. Yeah. It's like a Zionist, Zionist WB frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow more racist more than the WB frog. <laughs> Yeah, you just know there's guys who work at Goldman Sachs. That's their alarm on their on their phone in the morning. When I say Hamas, I don't mean Palestinian. <laughs> but when you say Zionist, you mean Jew. When I say Hamas, <laughs> I don't mean. How do Muslim, they do this every day? I know. say Zionist, <laughs> you mean Jew. I like to. I like to think he's really working on it, too. Yeah. Like, he's like Leonard Bernstein at a piano with papers and cigarettes, and he's like, "Uh, the D-flat, it doesn't doesn't resolve itself. (laughs) Just banging away with two, like, Mm -hmm. secretly gay fucking musical guys. Yeah. Yeah. Keep Jews, but you only keep the self-hating ones that are like, oh, I hated Zionism the most, and then it goes too far in the other direction. Just leave us Hollywood, please. I, I take the news media, take the weather machines. The weather machines? I thought Bill Gates was the only weather machine guy. Um, no, I think he. Uh, I think he's a vaccine. Do you think this is all happening just because Epstein's Island doesn't exist anymore? We gave you Epstein's Island. Yeah. No, it's probably literally the reason. 
like it, it, the state of Israel is about to collapse and fail. Yeah, like we need some new shit. Well, because the people that actually control the world are like, well, we don't allowed to fuck kids anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that's, that's, a, that's the only reason we were doing business, pal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has like, nothing to do with oil or... No, no. <laughs> it's like it's all it's bullshit. getting, getting pussy yeah, from kids. Yeah, fucking children. Yeah. Everything's about money, right? And status and clout. But isn't it nice that because we're in the holiday season, Israel is saying, hey, flee. We're allowing you to flee. There's something about that that I feel is kind of, it is a little bit, you can feel it's a little warm. It's like a holiday thing's coming. It's starting to happen, you know? Chestnuts roasting on an open fire, families fleeing for their lives. <laughs> they are running to the border of Jordan. Where's the cat? They have cats in Palestine. Someone <laughs> get the cat. We don't have time to go back for the cat. The cat is on fire. Where's my brother? Everything's about money right and status and clout but isn't it nice that because we're in the holiday season israel is saying hey flee we're allowing you to flee there's something about that that i feel is kind of it is a little bit you can feel it's like a little warm it's like a holiday thing's coming it's starting to happen you know chestnuts roasting on an open fire, families fleeing for their lives. <laughs> they are running to the border of Jordan. Where's the cat? They have cats in Palestine. Someone <laughs> get the cat. We don't have time to go back for the cat. The cat is on fire. Where's my brother? Just thinking about Jim Davis being in Auschwitz. Uh -huh. Coming up with like a cat that really likes lasagna. <laughs> That's how he got to her. <laughs> just being like, just beaten. Just like, yeah, like. Just a, viciously beaten and being forced to do hard labor all one day. One of those mo movies where the guy escapes just, into his he's imagination. Just got like, a sh like a shitty little piece yeah. of paper and he's like. <laughs> Mm -mm, the lasagna <laughs> just, like, just like he's got a, and then the napkin and they're like oh I have to make sure they don't find, yeah, find them. Hide them. this is the one thing keeping me alive is, yeah. my, is Garfield yeah, it's pretty good you want to show the camera mm, yeah pretty good just folding up the piece of paper and hiding it under his bed <laughs> <laughs> The commandant is searching. They're like, Jim, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's a cat that likes lasagna. <laughs> and hates Mondays. And yeah. yeah. And they're like, how did you end up in Auschwitz? You're from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> He's gay. <laughs> I'm gay. Well, that's what I was, I was about to say. Yeah, I don't we know. We can make a movie about the gay guys that went to the camps. Mm -hmm. And that kind of, like, it's, you know, all the all the Holocaust stuff we, we've seen in media has been about the Jews. Mm -hmm. But what about the gay guys, you know? Did they did they even make it that far? Yeah, the gay guys. It was a triangle. It was a pink triangle. You're, you're not going to convince me that... That ninety five percent of like the SS higher ups weren't homosexuals. No, they were. They were those. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, but like uh, these guys were like uh, out and proud, maybe? Not out and, okay, what do you mean? They were like more like fabulous. Yeah, they were just sloppy. Yeah, the, the, they were just annoying. No, it was just, it was tyranny of the leather daddy, perhaps, right? Yeah, probably. So the SS guys were like the guys that were into boots and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? They were into like uh, Iron yeah. Maiden. It's been really great to see them in, like, in like a Vertigo style free fall. Mm-hmm. Like a hitch, it's like, they're in a Hitchcock. Well, I mean, to, like, ping, to ping pong from BLM to like, you know, fucking kill BLM in the Middle East has been pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I like them when they're fully black. Yeah. Not <laughs> tang. Not kind of toasty. I don't like that toasty. They're not fully cooked. <laughs> Those toasty ones can die. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's on late night crying every day. He's like, they won't let him bomb the kids. They don't want him to bomb kids. He's weeping. <laughs> He's crying. He's crying. Dude, it's it's uh, it's such faggotry. Mm. It really sucks. It's out. such faggotry. <laughs> Dude, I mean, fucking, fucking B- Biden won't call for a ceasefire. Not to be gay, Biden won't call for a ceasefire. But then they announce their solutions. They're like, we've set up a task force to battle Islamophobia in the United States. And it's like, oh, so the typical thing of like, you have blood in your hands and you're wiping it off with, with a gay pride flag. Yeah. You know, something that means nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. But you can use it to wipe all this fucking blood off your hands. Like, you know how fucked up you got to be for me to give a shit about Muslims? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Give a shit about you weirdos? I know. <laughs> Chop clits off. Yeah. <laughs> Shitty religion full of hate. <laughs> and I'm still like, hey, enough. enough. Let him be. Yeah. Because I'll put... Po- I'll po- <laughs> I'll post something on Instagram and like a Muslim comic will message me. I'll be like, not you. <laughs> Fuck you. I go, ah. Oh. You should have died. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy. I mean, I don't, Islam's retarded too. Turkey genocide like really owned them Turkey bad, right? really went to town. Mm-hmm. Turkey went to town. Imagine like getting pantsed in front of a girl that you like had a crush on in high school and then like every, uh, every year like clockwork on that day you like march in the street you're like one time mm-hmm. a guy called me a fat I literally used to do that. I, I, grew, I love Armenian people. Yeah. I had a bunch of Armenian friends. Yeah. But we had, you know, in school and shit, we'd be like, why are you guys so fucking annoying once a year? Like, why do you guys do this shit? And I used to, well, some of the jokes we'd make would be like, ooh, I, we all got killed. Yay! Yay! That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess uh, Texas does that, too, because they remember the Alamo for some reason, which is the time they got owned the yeah. hardest. We got our ass beat by Mexicans. Yeah. 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 It's like every 9-11 we were in the streets like, woo! <laughs> like, yeah! If, like what he said, like, fuck the motherfucker, flatten the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. If they actually ended up doing that to Palestine, but then they make it, like, really nice... And then, like, you go... Like, in 10 years, you'll be... You'll visit, and you'll be walking around, and you're like... They kind of did a. I mean, yeah. it looks pretty good. It's kind of nice. Yeah, they, they got a trolley. You'd be like, man, they got a lids. <laughs> Get me a Marlins hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can start from scratch. They can make it look like Japan over there. They got bullet trains. They got like uh, suck me off bars. Well, if we've learned anything from human history, it's that we will move on very quickly. Oh, uh, uh, shockingly! <laughs> I, I don't know how Japanese people or Vietnamese people like even look at me in the eye. Like, yeah. how do they? Yeah. Why do they let me order? They should like stab me. <laughs> I, I kind of I feel, don't the, I feel how the same way. Every time I order pho, I'm like, hey, once again, I don't know why you're okay with yeah, this. Why but- is there not ricin in this? I don't get it. <laughs> Stick up for yourself. Jesus Christ. Kill me. 
Kill me. Kill me. Kill me, damn it. Yeah. yeah, they're just beta countries, though. Imagine going back in time to stop Hitler and you end up just fucking Annie. A little orphan Annie. A little orphan Annie. You just get pussy from a little orphan Annie instead of stopping Hitler. Why does it got to be kids every time you come up with this idea? What? Why does it have to be kids? I'm thinking about shit from the 30s and 40s. I'm not thinking about kids. What about Ava Braun? Well, then, I mean, then you got no excuse. You're right fucking there. You're fucking his you, girlfriend. You're fucking her, and you have no time to kill her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. That would be inexcusable. Yeah, but it would be a if comedy. If you go back in time... But it would be a comedy. This would be a, this would be a kind of a slapsticky Leslie Nielsen naked gun style comedy. Yeah, and what? The fucking Anne Frank And Hitler's movie. right there, and you're... Anne Frank was all the way in Amsterdam. Yeah. You're but, in the inner circle of the Reich, and then you just fuck some, some hoe... And she's like, well, he doesn't fuck me like you do. Yeah. He doesn't dick me down like you do. Yeah. You know? I would just go back in time and end up talking to him about his limousine for like fucking five and a half hours. I, of course you would. Yeah. Of course you would. Man, I tell you. What is this, an E-class? Yeah. <laughs> this thing is sick. He made a protest-proof car yeah. to drive through people. He literally, he saw Charlottesville and he goes, I can do better. Yeah. He goes, imagine if people, you can't, they can't even shoot at you. <laughs> Maybe we find out that penguins can be used for fusion. And so Antarctica becomes the new place. We that no, we occupy? Yeah, that, that we just take it over. We kill all the scientists and we take it over. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be hard. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Scientists are They're pussies. Nerds. Dude. They're fucking nerd pussies. And, and then we have to worry about anti-scientism. It'd be so funny. Anti-scientism is if the greatest If SEAL Team threat. 6 goes in and just fucks up killing the scientists, mm -hmm. they crash. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's cold. They didn't, they didn't pack uh, weather-appropriate gear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they really do operate like... Um, like uh, the Keystone cops. Well, like like somebody that just really like that somebody rented a U-Haul. The hottest milf maybe ever to live. I remember I remember completely hating her until I saw her in the longest yard, which is big fat titties, and I go, She's a good person. Oh yeah, she was great at the beginning of that. <laughs> she just walks in with huge natural yeah. cans. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Her and Jennifer Connolly are like the two top Ugh. milfs in my head. Jennifer Connolly was great, and then she got all fucking anarchy. It's a sh goddamn shame. Well, Jennifer Connolly's what, anorexic what now, too. What though. Hollywood does to tits. It's Auschwitz is, for tits. Is, yes. <laughs> Put those tits on a train. Unbelievable. You can see the tits in the smokestack. <laughs> all these women, yeah. You just look into the distance, you go, that's buckle fat. <laughs> Yeah, just milk coming out of a chimney. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like them, but I have my rules. My two rules for women. Keep your pussy away from me and don't vote. Those are my rules. And go to the Eras Tour. Not the voting machine. It's Eras Tour time. Welcome to New York. Uh, so Addison Ray, by the way, is was cool. I didn't know if she would be cool because you get to set and you go, is she going to be like, you know, the biggest bitch ever? But guess what? She was so fucking cool. And then Rick Hoffman's in it from Suits. And Gina Gershon, who's a fucking legend, used to hang out with Bill Clinton. Who knows? Who cares? Um, Tiny chicks that are so fucking good at, like, these positions, mm -hmm. you know? And they just make me feel like shit because they're, like, telling us, step one, try it like this. If you want to do it harder, do it like this. If you want to do it harder, do it like this. And if you want to keep going, and I'll look over and some... Tiny Chicks just doing some hard fucking shit. And I'm barely even doing the first one correctly. Mm. So what I've realized is like you start comparing yourself to a bunch of people. 
So you just fucking like eyes forward. And no, that's, that's probably nice. the only thing that bitch has going on in her life. So that's what that's I tell myself when I'm struggling. Anyway. No, for real. When I'm struggling, any guy struggling in yoga class, just imagine that you'd probably destroy the whole room if you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they can fucking put the back of their heel on their head and like raise their chest up like a swan, but I could also just fucking come down. Like, can you, can oh, you stop a double? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I could, you know, that, that's their thing. If I wanted to, I could just do, you know, I could just devastate the room. I was watching um, Selling Sunset <laughs> with my girlfriend. Dude, it's a show on Netflix. It's a very it's, gay show. It's a very gay yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> but so, and I'm, I'm watching and and I, I, I paused. I was like, babe, I was like, I was like, I don't know if I could watch the show. I was like, I was like, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to afford a $15 million house. And it's kind of like, I don't know if it's like inspiring me or if it's bumming me out. And just as we paused it, literally Nikki Glazer walked into the room to buy a $15 million house. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I hate my life. Yeah. I mean, that, that show is crazy. They sell crazy houses. But Wait, you watch it too? No, I just hear about it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. They, asked me, they asked me to be on one, on like, a, like just chill with them and I was like I'm not doing that oh wow I can't be around that type of people they're all hot chicks smoking hot fucking I mean but depressed yeah. <laughs> that show is depressing you know what I was that's like the, that's that's like the couple shows you don't want to see that shit yeah it's I, I just I th having that much like enough 15 million dollars for a house is is wild just a wild amount of money I mean that means you at least gotta have 50 I mean who yeah. knows I don't even know like I understand anxiety and depression and whatever, but people just say I have post traumatic stress disorder that when I was growing up and up until recently was reserved for people who had been in like a crazy situation, like, like you were held at gunpoint or something and you had PTSD because of that. People say they have PTSD now. They don't even trace it to an event. They don't even like talk about what it, somebody should have a killer story mm -hmm. if they have PTSD Somebody should be like, I have PTSD. And you just go, really? And they go, yeah, I was on a cruise. It was the whole Captain Phillips thing. They can't, the Somali pirates came on, guns to the head. Then you go, oh, I get it. But somebody, people just go, I have PTSD now and don't specify. Doesn't it have to be linked to an event? I'm pretty sure it did. Mm -hmm. Like if, if somebody goes, I'm from Gaza, I have PTSD. I'd go, I get it. I get it. But someone whose name is like Miss Perry, who's driving drunk through the cornfields of our heartland just goes, I have PTSD. I mean, you know, and, 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 you know, I would ask her if I was a cop, I'd go, Oh, that's tough. You serve or what is it from? You know, keep going. Can you not call me ma'am, please? I'm trying my hardest. Okay. 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 It means a lot to me. I'm trying my hardest. I don't feel like a man. So, okay. It's kind of triggering. Right foot in front of your left. Nope, go back. I'm sorry, but the whole man thing just like. <laughs> I apologize. It's good. She's, Let's she's see going if we can hard. Move from it. She's you going have hard. Zero questions? No, but I just want to tell you that I suffer from really bad anxiety, especially right. with generational trauma and PTSD around white people and yeah, PTSD, generational trauma. What happened to offering to suck people off? <laughs> no, I mean, truly, like, what happened to just going, like, can I suck your cock? <laughs> like, instead of, it's got to work more often than this shit. Mm -hmm. It's got to work more often than this shit. <laughs> it's got to, more than generational trauma, just go, can I suck your, officer, <laughs> can we turn this camera off? Can I just go in the back and suck you off? <laughs> When's the last time you, you've really had a good blow? I mean, a good blow job. I mean, I don't come up until you're done blowjob. Like, 
I, that's got to work more than this shit. <laughs> Generational trauma. But this is the problem now. We have told women, we've lied to women so much in this country. We've told them to, to be girl bosses instead of raise families. And we've also told them when a cop pulls them over, they shouldn't immediately think about offering to suck their cock. Because that really is a much better thing. I would, I would offer to suck more cops off if I thought it would help. I don't think in my case it would. Let's finish up with this, them, they, them, them, there, that. They say fame and fortunes like salt water. The more you drink, the more you want, the thirstier you get. Mm. Pretty good. Yeah. By Schopenhauer. <laughs> Schopenhauer said that. He slammed. His life is so funny, dude. He tried his best his whole life. And then everyone's like, fuck you. And then one day he was like 70. People were like, yo, this is a cool book. And then he died. <laughs> he just That's died. why he was fucking talking he was shit nasty fame. Fuck. He's like, actually, I don't <laughs> yeah, even I want it. I know. Shut up. I know. Dork. That's why I had to put it in full context. Yeah, that's very funny. That was he was the guy who like was He's like an all comic dude. Dude, they fucking let him. He kind of is. And then they they let him teach at a university, and he was like, finally, I'm gonna fucking. Was he the my- guy? What? Weren't you telling me about him? I did. I think I did. What was he doing? What was he writing about? Like women? Yeah, he was writing about how like you're just being parroted by this uh he called it the will it's like your body has this total overpowering will to survive and procreate and how like your nature tricks you into thinking you like women but they fucking stink it was dude he was nasty about women. See, i don't even I, again every time i hear one of these philosophies i'm just like yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't need to write that down <laughs> i just know it <laughs> like i know all of that he was saying like there, there's just like this urge is living through you and it's just he's like yeah, We're all totally helpless. And yeah. The only break you can get from it is like by admiring a beautiful piece of art. He's like, that's the man's salvation is to like look at a cool thing and be like, fuck yeah, basically. Like, that's fucking yeah. sick. And then he wrote a whole thing about how the one thing I'll give him though, that was a fuck yeah, sick. dude. <laughs> the, one, the one thing I will give him that I thought was actually kind of a keen observation, which again, it's like, could be totally wrong. I just thought it was really funny. He said this was how men typically don't quarrel unless they're within the same field. He was like, dudes, if like one guy does like, yeah, one guy's a carpenter and another guy's a politician, the politician's not really going to beef with the carpenters. They have yeah. nothing to beef about. He's like, women all fight each other because they're all essentially a part of the same field, which is finding yeah. dominant alpha men and fucking linking up to them for resources and like using sexual attractiveness to like entice the most powerful men possible. He's like, they're all part of the same job. Yeah, yeah. But Socrates was just truth head. He was just like truth, bro. It was, yeah. Facts. He yeah. was just facts. He was going to the Oxford debates. Dude, for real. Yeah. He's like, I'm just not going to say I'm wrong. I'm just going to be honest. And they're like dead. Jesus. Yeah, like, you got to kill that guy. They, well, they corrupt. They the just be an honest guy. Yeah. It's time to kill him. Well, they accuse him of corrupting the youth and denying the gods. Yeah. Or corrupting the youth based on what he preached about gods. And he was like, how can I be an atheist if I'm teaching about gods? You fucking fools. And they're like, drink this hemlock, pussy. Yeah. Well, actually, they were like, don't drink it. And he goes, no, I'm doing it. Yeah. He said, fuck you guys. Slug the hemlock. He's you like, don't this deserve is, me. It's on you, pussy. Yeah. That's a good way to kill yourself. Yeah, dude. Dudes do that for women a lot. Kill themselves? Yeah. Catch yeah. a girl cheating. Fucking blow your head off in front of her. Yeah. It's very Socratic. It is. <laughs> how do you dude. say that? Socratic. Socratic. That was it. It is a Socratic method, dude. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll fucking do it. I'll yeah. fucking kill myself. Yeah, well, fine. <laughs> if you don't fucking call me back, I'll fucking kill myself. Yeah. That's just in the honor of Socrates. Do you think... Ah, I shouldn't even ask the question. Yeah, let me hear it. Do you think girls love when dudes kill themselves for them? <laughs> Matt, not only do I think... <laughs>
<laughs> I am certain. <clears throat> oh, they get to walk around the rest of their life. Like, it was really weird. He like fucking killed himself over me. I'm like, feel really bad about it. Yeah, but like, it's, geez. A, it's a feather in the cap of a babe. They like dudes fighting over them. Yeah. But like, that's kind of. sacrifice. That's awesome. But a dude just fucking, yeah, just fully being like, if I can't have you, I won't live. <laughs> it's funny. He set up his whole thing. He was like, yeah, dude. You know how the Pope is like super holy and shit? King Henry is like, I am too. Yeah, and, Fuck it, that. and it did have just as much validity. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, true. Just to be like, I'm actually the one who talks to God and can't be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess because that's bullshit. The other guy's saying that. Yeah, and he he was just like, yeah, dude, that's also me. Although, dude, when did I think papal infallibility started in like 1850? I don't think that was really. Like, or it ended then. When no, I think it was eighteen fifty. Well, that's supposed to be like, you're, but you're also supposed to have you and know they don't use spiritual it, receipts. It's not if you're, true. If you're anymore. the pope, you got to be like, oh yeah, dude. Like I fucking sat in the dark for five fucking days and like no big deal. <laughs> like they're like, oh shit, you got spiritual receipts. Yeah. If you're the king. If you're King Henry, it's like, what are your receipts, dude? What's you're your a womanizer? What's the facts? Yeah, hit me with yeah. some facts. Started dude. in eighteen seventy. Eighteen seventy. Oh, the infallibility. Yeah, that wasn't even a so thing, tight, dude. dude. So tight. So like, just be like dibs. I'm never wrong. I'm not wrong ever. I can't be wrong. God told me what to say. No, we gotta go start going to the doctor more. No, I'm just our lives No, I'm not gonna do it. I think that's bullshit. Because what the fuck? You don't need to go to the doctor. You really don't. You don't. There's no reason. No, it's neurotic. These folks. Yeah. They just want to take money from us. No, just take care of your fucking diet and exercise. It's like all pretty basic. If you have an infection or something, then yeah, go get antibiotics. But otherwise, being nice and being kind to people, it's literally good for your physical constitution. If you get angry, your physical materials break. Like your DNA over time yeah. starts to degrade. So you're the phys if you're purely a physical thing, you do respond to like religious teachings on a material level. Because if you, and it, 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 which leads you to believe the universe was truly designed with that in mind. Because it's like, how would that come into how would that come into factor if it was a purely physical material thing of just like balls slinging around a thing like how would they respond to such a thing like kindness to the point where like literally your dna will disintegrate over time it'll just start unraveling and become damaged pretty pretty nuts how do they know that that your dna will come oh if you're if you're like in a state of stress and anger it just like degrades your it degrades you physically on a, like a genetic level like it, it fucks your like brain up. Even if your mom yeah, like stress, yeah. Even if your mom is uh, stress, DNA unraveling is. I swear to God, I think it cre creates DNA damage. They all kinds of things damage your DNA. Okay. Like the strength of your DNA, blah blah blah. And they can even like that's what like epigenetics is. Like it can damage your DNA to the point where like your kids, kids, kids have like a changed DNA from a thing you were doing. So like past trauma. Trauma, smoking, shit like that. Yeah. They're saying if you're like smoking a lot, you can hand epigenetic changes to your kids. Famine, potato famine had epigenetic impl implications. That's why I have a gluten allergy. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, that was my, that was my whole spaz out. It's like, damn dude. So we're, if we're purely mechanic, purely material beings that just somehow stumbled upon the great religious teachings of the world. And then those religious teachings line up with how to kind of keep material, what you are together. Ideally. I'm like, that's it's just, I'm like, that's fucking nuts. National Health National Institutes of Health.gov says chronic stress and uh, chronic stress and stress hormones may cause significant DNA damage. Mm. Dude, it like just melts you. And then what happens if you're a pregnant wife and you're being stressed like like a, like chronically carrying a child, it like dictates the size of your kid's brain. Yeah. 
like the kid will now his brain will only be so big you know statistically i'm sure there's outliers i think to go back to the thing you said about uh how what was it about if we how did we physically stumble upon the teachings mentally yeah yeah maybe that's uh chicken and the egg type like you're putting the cart before the horse maybe people started telling these stories and realized it made people feel good and then we're like oh i'll just keep telling these stories could be it could be a natural just instinct to be like oh could this be. feels good it could be it also probably feels good to just fucking eat a person and like fuck them <laughs> i don't think that feels good <laughs> it's probably kind of nice some guys if like you it. and all your boys some guys like it if you, i'm telling you if we were vikings i mean we're going we're you know out of this pc context we're vikings yeah. we got that green light dude to just go just slap people cut them up and take all of their yeah. shit that would also feel pretty fucking good yeah. from from a nature like the way nature is designed. That makes more sense. It's it's very bizarre to have, be within this context of like being eaten, eating things, surviving, and then being like, yeah, be chill. It's we it's an alien message from the rest. It's completely alien to the rest of nature. And then you're on a material level. Your body's like, yeah, yeah, nice. It's just weird. That's all. I'm like, damn, yeah. Pumps me up. I think about that. I go, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's cool. Fuck yeah, we got the message. It's so tight. It <laughs> I sick. can't stop thinking about the good words. Dude. It is. The, you're thinking about the gospel. You're thinking about the good news. The good news. We do have the good news. It is cool. It, that DNA damage shit fucks me up, though. Like the stress. Because yeah. I do it all the time. I just, for no reason, I sit there and I'm like, it's fucking bullshit. What was bro. the guy's name for the free will? Sapowski. Robert. Sapowski. He was, a, I think he was like an MIT guy. Mm-hmm. He taught it. He taught biology at MIT. He, he does like, he's the fucking man. But he's now his big kick is he wrote a book basically being like there's no free will get over it and he's like people don't like so me, what if free will because we experience time linear right linearly right speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you might sure. be documented <laughs> uh, damn <laughs> for sure yeah right so if you're like uh, a god in the fifth or sixth dimension you experience time different so what if we did choose everything but God just saw us choose everything all at once. And we're just living that out now. And now the only true free will we have is how we feel about the choices we already made. I, I don't, I lost it. I lost the thread. I was like, damn, I chose the fap so many times. All at once. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I was being a nucleus, I was like 50,000 times. What's the worst you ever hurt your dick in, in your life? The worst I ever hurt my dick. Was there ever a time you're like, I'm just not going to have a dick anymore. I've ruined, uh, I've, there are too many pranks. My dick. Would you, for the, for like a special, would you get the vaccine in your dick? Like if they, if we could set that up to have you go to like Um, Walgreens and get the vaccine uh, in your dick? My dick has gotten off pretty easy. Really? All things considered, it's my balls that have been your testicles. Yeah, my balls. Pontius was kind of the dick injury guy. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. more the ball injury guy, right? You guys are and, all specialists. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Um, and and my scrotum has gotten the 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 worst of it, really. What what happened? Animals, well, just like with stapling my my oh. ball sack to my leg. You know, it was never a wild boys incident. Um, yeah, nothing really terrible ever happened uh-huh. to my balls on Wild Boys that I can remember. I remember us like tying, like, uh, I don't want to call it a noose, but you know, like, um, so it was a racist our, kind of, you were racist to your you balls. You painted your dick black and then, <laughs> and that's wrong. It. That's just wrong in this day and age. Lobot was an old friend to Lando and sacrificed his free will to save him. 
That is sort of the story of race in America. Uh-huh. That, you, that, the, that the whites sacrificed their free will to liberate the slaves? Uh-huh. That's what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you say, like, okay, you're not allowed to have slaves, and you don't really have free will mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. If I had free will, I would have slaves. Yeah. Not black slaves. I'm not racist. I would have uh, any color. I would enslave every type of... Really? That would have honestly been the solution. If the Democratic Party in its current form existed in the 1860s... They'd be like every, yeah. yeah. No, we're going to keep slavery. It's just we're going to make... It's a racist institution because it's only black. It's only black. Yeah. We're going to fucking... Yeah. We're going to make it. We're going to do white slavery, Chinese slavery. Yeah. Anything except uh, <laughs> dual Israeli citizenship slavery. Well, I would... That's the one we're not going to do. Uh, it wouldn't be very good workers. Less than a month ago, we saw the worst attack on Jews since the Holocaust. Since then, we've also seen the worst global spike in anti-Semitism since the Holocaust. According to Reuters, quote, in countries where figures are available from police or civil society groups, including the United States, Britain... I don't understand. It's How like, does he go so fast? I don't know, but they say, like, the greatest increase in anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. And it's like, surely that has to be based on, like, polling data. And I've never been polled in my life. Yeah. I have, you know me, my house is filled with telephones. I never receive any kind of polling call. I mean, it's been your dream for a long time. I've never been, but when they yeah. do that, do are these, as like fucking Gallup or whatever, or Quinnipiac just calling people what being do like, Jews? do you hate Jews? <laughs> and they're like, well, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> I, mean, I was on the fence for a long time. Ah, Quinnipiac, good to hear from you again. Yeah, no, I so I guess last month I said no. But this month I'm going, yes. I'm going, yes, I hate that. Like, well, how do they, how do you track any of that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre. I remember when I was in Greece. Uh, it's also polling completely does not, I'm sorry, but I've, I've, I've done a perfunctory look at sociology. Yeah. Not that I really know anything about the science of it. But I don't understand any way in which polling accounts for tomfoolery or a sense of humor. Uh-huh. And this was something I discovered when I was a kid <laughs> when um, I remember taking a health class and they said that uh, that f- f- 40% of college age men think it's okay to rape a woman. And it's that was what they said. They said that a straight face, the teacher says this, that 40% of college age men <laughs> think it's okay. And it was, I was like, well, what is that based on? They're like, well, a poll, a survey they took. I was like, look, you go to a 20-year-old boy, and you're like, hey, can I ask you a survey question? Is it okay to it, rape? It, do you think it's good to rape a woman? They'd be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're joking. Yeah, that can't be serious. Yeah, so I don't understand how you poll for extreme stuff like this. Now, I guess there is, like, there's ways they kind of lead to questions. Or, so, like, they wouldn't outright say, like, do you hate Jews? It'd be like, in France, Germany, and they would South say, Africa. let's say there was a certain type of people that loved money. <laughs> and <laughs> and they, <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were all, <laughs> you know. <laughs> would you, if you were to hear about these types of they're fictional, they don't exist, but they loved money. <laughs> they, 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 the only thing they didn't have a problem spending, they didn't cheap out on them was candles. Mm-hmm. They had two. They, yeah. If it's candles, great. Let's do eight of those. Yeah. Everything else, uh, you know, not, we don't need that. nothing fancy <laughs> here. We'll, we'll cut corners, maybe, you know, <laughs> their landlords. If you could Im- 
imagine this type yeah. of person. They own uh, they own the the all the newspapers. They own all the newspapers. They own all the they all, all the they, TV they love channels. Honda Odysseys, probably the shittiest type of minivan. Yeah. If you can imagine. Well, they yeah, and the Chrysler Town and Countries. Yeah, no, yeah. not even. Mostly fucking Odysseys. Honda Odysseys. Yeah. yeah, they have a bunch of of two thousand three Honda Odysseys. Yeah, and they they uh, do not. Obey, obey the traffic laws whatsoever. Yeah, they somehow act like cyclists in a minivan. Yeah, yeah, they're they behave, psychos. They behave like like they're on a bicycle. The Hasids are psychos in those things. Anyway, so yeah, you are doing Mario Kart. Imagine a p- person like that. Would you say that you dislike them? It would. It would be the equivalent of like you know, if you want to make movies about like uh, you know, like post slavery or post segregation, and the entire focus was on like stupid, poor white people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, they weren't the one. Those, Men that didn't have slaves. I mean, the people yeah. that didn't have slaves. Sharecroppers. Yeah, basically, right. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's who did it, which is kind of what they do. They say, oh, no, it's actually... It was, the poor uh, it was guys, Yeah, a different yeah. type of poor people. That did okay. Um, you can make a movie about the slave trade. And also that defense of, 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 of religious... Uh, Reasons does not extend to Christian Zionists because they're they're duplicitous in their yeah yeah we've in their we've intentions. Wait, uh, you can make a movie about the uh, the slave trade and uh, about the people who own the boats. Did they own the boats? I think Farrakhan. He proved it. I think that I don't think they owned all the boats, but I think he wasn't wrong. If there's any way to. Uh, bring, like, <laughs> radical Islamist groups en masse into Italy. Yeah. And have them start, like, uh, just killing Italian people. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so American Italian people <laughs> have stupid parades and complain about, yeah. we got to send our tax dollars to help Italy. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be. That's a Joker move. Mm-hmm. That is what the Joker would have done. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, an agent of chaos. Yeah, we do need to get the Italians involved. They really have not sounded off on this whatsoever. Yeah. Well, there's that one guy. There's that one video. The construction worker, who I'm assuming is Italian, the Queen's guy confronting the. He looks like he's like Uzbek or something, ripping down the posters. What does he say? Um, there's like an Uzbek guy just like ripping down. Have you seen the is Israeli SNL? No, I saw people reacting to it. <laughs> it's just really painful to see Jews be so unfunny. Well, it's because they're right wing. I mean, that's our thing is being funny. The left wings w- ones, yeah. I mean, I guess Brett- so who are the yeah who are like the conservative. It is funny that the male character is just a fag. Yeah. <laughs> like, they make him gay, and they're like, mm-hmm. just to telegraph the point that Hamas would, uh, wouldn't like him because he's gay. Mm-hmm. But it's brutal. I mean, left wing is not funny. I mean, look, look at SNL. I mean, was, I guess it's lib. Yeah, that's, that's just, yeah, lib. Uh, <laughs> it's right wing. Yeah, right. Um, but it's not, like, it's not like the history of Jewish humor is like, you know, like, oh, like Woody Allen wasn't like, I can't wait to steal these people's land. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not, it's not like about, you know, yeah, yeah, it's right. about being nervous. Yeah, it's all about like the, yeah, being a neurotic or the internality yeah, yeah. of a, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not fucking, can you imagine if just Annie Hall was, <laughs> it's about how Islam is a, 
is a poison and how these kids on college campuses have yeah. gone too far. The, the Curb Your Enthusiasm these, episode. That's what these fags don't understand is that they kill you in Gaza. Yeah. These fucking trannies. These fucking trannies don't understand that they they hate you over there. They hate you. <laughs> Checkmate. Yeah. Check and mate. Yeah. The funniest is is because there is that like pinkwashing stuff, but now like when American conservatives do it, yeah, you go back like six months on their feed and they're like just boycotting, b- they're like fucking try just tread on my bathroom, pal. <laughs> <laughs> like, and now they're, they're like they're like they hate Israel gay, is for <laughs> they hate gay people. They Unlike fucking me. hate gay people. Yeah, not like Israel. Yeah, Ben Shapiro is like uh, championing trans causes. And war crime for defending itself. Trots out anti-Semite extraordinaire Linda Sarsour and promotes the Hamas lie that Israel bombed a hospital. Of course, it was Palestinian Islamic Jihad. On October 7th, the date of the Hamas massacre, Care National tweeted, quote, We join the American Muslim community in reaffirming our support for the Palestinian people's right to freedom and calling for an end to the Israeli occupation, which sparks the deadly violence that we see again and again, including today. On October 7th, before any Israeli response at all, Kerr also called for an end to American aid to Israel and the Abraham Accords. Fuck this gay shit. I'm going to go watch Shrek. Let's watch it right uh, now. Dude, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm Shrek, dude. I'm Shrek. <laughs> I'm, Shrek I'm just dude. watching Shrek. I don't fucking... What an awful world. It's beautiful outside. That's the worst part is this is happening during the fall. It's beautiful. It's ruining fall. There's a beautiful world we yeah. live in. Do you want to go to Union Square and get a piece of fruit? Oh, 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 oh,